0: Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations. I'm here today with the Reverend Scott Brown, your TMI headmaster, and we're here to bring you our very first Padre Cast episode as part of TMI's new PantherCast podcast. Welcome, Father Scott. It's great to have you here.
1: It's great to be here, Stephanie. I really appreciate the invitation, and I look forward to the podcasts and the Padre casts, which we'll be able to bring to our community from TMI.
0: Same here. I think these are going to be exciting. So before we get started talking about what's been going on at TMI, I want to take a moment and tell our listeners about this new podcast and what we're doing here. So we'll be releasing a new episode every Thursday and alternating between our PadreCast, which will be with you, Father Scott, and a regular PantherCast episode. What that means, we'll have Father Scott come talk once every two weeks and give us an update about what's happening in the community, share exciting news, and bring our community closer together. Then, in between the PadreCast episodes, every other week we'll be bringing on either a TMI faculty member or alumni. When we talk with our faculty, you'll get the chance to learn more about them, get to know them on a deeper level, and find out what they've been doing behind the scenes and what they have going on in their classrooms. During the weeks we welcome alumni onto the podcast, you'll get to hear about the transformation and impact that TMI made in their lives, what their path to success was, recommendations for students who want to follow in similar career paths, and more. We hope this podcast will give our listeners a chance to connect with TMI on a deeper level, bringing you into the heart of the community and sharing in the excitement of our school. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So we're ramping up for school to start here next week, Father Scott, and it's been a busy summer on TMI's campus. So talk to me and tell us what will students be seeing when they come back to school next week?
1: we can't be more excited to welcome our students back. I always say that as someone who is here year-round, I know our students look forward to the summer, but I don't look forward to the summer because the summer means no students. And the very reason um, I love being at TMI every day is to be in, in the midst of the lives of our students. And so no students means not as much fun for me. And so I'm excited that our kids are coming back. I think when they come back, they're going to find a lot of new changes, some, some things that they're going to be really excited about. We've been uh, very busy this summer. Our maintenance crew and our facilities crew works very hard to make sure that our facilities are ready for uh, 470 students to come join us in a few weeks. Some of the things that are different, we were able to take uh, the new gym in, um, in the Frost Athletic Center and refinish re- uh, one of the floors, and so you're going to see new logos and a new gym floor in one of our two gyms. You're also going to see um, some changes to the lobby area. You're going to see uh, new furniture and new desks both in the lobby and in the library. The shift to the library is very exciting for us as we move from being a traditional library to a, a learning center. With our BYOD initiative, that's our Bring Your Own Device um, initiative across our campus, we'll have places in the library for students to um, have their laptops charged, to sit and work collaboratively. So we'll keep the hard books because we believe that that's essential to learning and it's a tool students use to learn, but we'll also be able to provide some other spaces for collaboration and technology. So the library shift with really less furniture, less books, and more spaces to be together in community learning is really exciting.
0: And thinking about the library, we are actually recording this in the library. So when students come back, uh, be sure to come up to the library, and all the way in the back you're going to find this podcast studio. So we're pretty excited to be here right on campus being able to record this.
1: It's a great gift to our community to help us connect with our alumni, our parents, our families, our entire TMI community on and off the campus and having this studio in the library is very 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 cool.
0: So the library is cool, but why don't you jump ahead and tell us about what I think is your most favorite project of the summer? And it's actually the class gift of the class of 2018. What have what's been going on there?
1: I am really excited to share this gift with um, the community. As you said, Stephanie, the Class of 2018 donated funds to open up Cafe 18. Cafe 18 is in the former lobby of the Black Box Theater. It is a cafe that will serve uh, coffee, smoothies, breakfast. It'll be open from 7 to 4, Monday through Friday, run by Sage Dining, It'll be um, more details coming out really soon to all of our parents about how to take advantage of Cafe 18. Um, You'll be able to purchase a debit type card where you can uh, have funds available for your family to come in. It'll be open for students. It'll also be a place where seniors who are allowed to take their study hall um, outside of the classroom can do study hall in the cafe. So I picture walking by the cafe at any time Mm -hmm. during the day. And seeing a group of seniors sitting in there having a cup of coffee or a latte or a a, um, a smoothie or Mm -hmm. a light snack, a healthier snack in conversation, really preparing them for what life will be like in college i also picture parents who may be on campus for a meeting maybe a a group of parents that are working on um, a volunteer event or coming together to meet up sitting in the cafe now the cafe is not only open to seniors but Mm -hmm. the idea of the seniors being able to go in there during study hall is something that i can envision i really think that um, that cafe will be really popular Um, For all of our community and the fact that it's open all day to give our students an alternative to um, uh, to snacks up in the refectory or at the Panther, uh, the pit stop is a really cool, um, unique thing about TMI. And it's under the umbrella of community, which Mm -hmm. is very, very important to me
0: be a nice place to relax and refocus and not just students but faculty and like you said parents are welcome so it's going to be a great space to have on campus
1: if you can't find me it's because i'm going to be in the cafe (laughs) there's a good chance that i'll uh, run up the highest um, a charge account at the cafe that I'll be (laughs) visiting it frequently as, um, not only because I I love the cafe, but also it'll give me a chance to sit with students Mm -hmm. and parents. And hopefully it's a great meeting space for everybody on our campus to stop by and just relax a little bit and connect.
0: Hopefully we built it big enough because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of faculty in there too, every off period they have. (laughs)
1: And great coffee in there too. Not, uh, uh, nothing, uh, We've got to be unique in our coffee and our delivery, and we hope to have great products in there, and um, from all of our snacks um, from the morning to the afternoon, great, great, great alternatives, and Sage Dining and Maria and her staff have done a great job in working with us to deliver this exciting project.
0: Definitely, and speaking of food-type things, did we mention the refectory and the dining room changes that we had?
1: Absolutely. We have done some new painting to the refectory, which is really exciting. We've put our uh, school theme up where we can carry that out in a more visible space throughout the year. And the room formerly known as the PDR, the former private dining room. Has got a new facelift thanks to the generosity of the Harthan family. And so we're, we're calling that space the Harthan. The Harthan family dining room is available now for groups to use. It's used by student groups and parent groups, board groups. It's a private dining room space for clubs and groups to meet but it looks really exciting in there new coat of paint, new furniture. The desks and chairs in there are meant to be collaborative so they can be wheeled around and moved. Uh, really a good fresh face uh, lift for that space and again, so grateful to the Harthan family for their generosity.
0: Indeed, and it really did turn out beautiful. So, earlier this week, you actually joined the faculty and started off on a retreat. So this is what kicked off the week. This was Monday and kind of continuing to build and strengthen our community. This was a, a wonderful way for all of the faculty to go out to Camp Capers and do an overnight in-service retreat. So why don't you start by telling us about some of the goals and the highlights of what that retreat was and what everyone took away from it.
1: Sure. Before we even went to Camp Capers for the uh, faculty retreat, we had new faculty uh, retreat. And I want to say a little bit about that because I think Mm -hmm. this is really exciting. Mm -hmm. We have several new faculty on campus, but really of, uh, of the six or seven new faces... joining our faculty and staff. Only two are brand new to the community. That's pretty exciting. This is what's very cool about it. So for example, Dr. Patrick Cook is joining us in the History Department. Patrick Cook is a graduate of TMI class of 2008. Uh, Major Joe Claiborne is joining us in the Military Department. Joe worked at TMI two years ago and is returning. Courtney Duke is uh, one of our new middle school English teachers and upper school human geography teacher. She returns to TMI having taught here Mm -hmm. uh, several years ago. Uh, Matt Duke, our new director of operations and finance, was a dorm parent here about a decade ago. And so we do have some new faces um, joining us, but what's really um, refreshing and says a lot about how powerful the TMI community is, is how many people are returning to TMI Mm -hmm. because they want to be a part of this great 125-year um, tradition of raising great human beings. And so uh, before we got to the faculty orientation at Camp Capers, it was really exciting to welcome back our new faculty, many of whom were not mm-hmm. new at all. Mm-hmm. So then we went to Camp Capers and joined um, all of our upper school and middle school faculty. For the first time in a very long time, we moved off campus for that. And Mm -hmm. first of all, I just want to say how awesome it was to go to Camp Capers. If you're not familiar with Camp Capers, it's an outreach of the Episcopal Diocese. They're so hospitable. They had just finished on Saturday a eight-week summer session had over a thousand kids come through Camp Capers over the summer stopped on Saturday and welcomed us on Mm -hmm. Monday and so just opened their doors to us the river um, relaxation it was really a retreat atmosphere and starting our faculty in service off there was a gift to our faculty and I know they really appreciated the hospitality of Camp Capers
0: truly a beautiful place very relaxing wonderful place to go to what did, what did the faculty focus on? What made it so different this year, being able to be off campus? How did that help focus them and help get them ready for this
1: year? Well, the, the purpose of retreating was not only to literally retreat and get away and refresh at a beautiful spot, but it was really to come together as a faculty around a couple of major themes for the year. So we started our time at Camp Capers as a faculty in uh, St. Francis Chapel. Mm-hmm. St. Francis Chapel, for me personally, is one of the most um, sacred spaces on planet Earth. I talk about it as a as a thin space, mm-hmm. and a thin space is that place in our life where it's almost impossible to tell. The distinction between um, body and soul, between heaven and earth, between spiritual and physical. It's such a thin space that you almost don't know um, which of those two you're in the midst of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a thin space for me because I grew up going to summer camp there. Um, I came to know the love of the Lord at that place. I joined the Episcopal church in that chapel. Um, I said yes to the call to be an ordained priest in God's church in that chapel. And so that space is a really beautiful, sacred, thin space for me. And I was able to share that with the faculty and and talk a little bit about the ministry of Camp Capers. Mm-hmm. Camp Capers is an outreach of the Episcopal Diocese of West Texas. As a part of an outreach of the Episcopal Diocese of West Texas, they they do a phenomenal job of transforming lives at Camp Capers. And I talked about the the recipe, the ingredients that go into that success story that is Camp Capers. And the three things that make camp so successful is that Camp Capers is crazy about kids, mm-hmm. they're curious about their lives, and it's built on a culture of love.
0: Sounds very much like a place I know, doesn't it?
1: Sounds like you could have finished my <laughs> sermon for me, because obviously where I went with that is that... TMI Episcopal for 125 years has also been an outreach of the Episcopal Diocese of West Texas. And as an outreach of the Episcopal Diocese of West Texas, it is also our call to be crazy about kids. We want to invest in kids' lives. Mm -hmm. Every faculty member that serves this community got into teaching at some point in their life because they're crazy about kids. Mm -hmm. It's what we do here. That's why the
0: summers are so it's, hard for you. That's why <laughs> the summers are so
1: hard for me, because I'm crazy about kids. We want to pour into their lives. And we want to be curious about their stories, their mm-hmm. individual stories. We have four hundred and almost four hundred and seventy individual people mm-hmm. coming to learn in this community next week. and a lot we of want those who
0: will be brand new as well. A, a
1: big group will be brand new and 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 being curious about mm-hmm. their life, what makes them tick, what makes them come alive? The better we the more curious we are about the lives of our students, the better our relationships are, and the better our teaching is, the better our product is, the better our community is. It, it's just crucial that ministries that, that succeed in the church and in schools are ministries that are crazy about kids and curious about their lives.
0: And there's a unique culture that comes out of that that naturally comes out of that, that...
1: And the culture of love you're right is just a is, is a natural extension of being curious and crazy. And I really can't wait to share um, this year with our students and our faculty. And we began at Camp Capers to remind ourselves of what it means to be an outreach of the Episcopal Diocese. And I was also able to introduce um, our theme for this year. So as a as a school community, last year, our theme was we belong to one another. Mm-hmm. And that came from Romans chapter 12. And we talked a lot last year about community. Now, I also believe, Stephanie, that Community, there's a lot of different communities out there. There are people that belong to each other for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Some groups belong to each other for the purpose of judgment or the purpose of hate or the purpose of, um, of, of making themselves stronger than another group. So just because we're a community doesn't mean we're a great community. So what makes us a great community? Thus this year's theme. This year's theme is respect respect the dignity of every human being. And so as a Episcopal community, as a school community founded on the from the diocese as an outreach of Christian ministry in this diocese and beyond, we need to respect the dignity of every human being. And so as a faculty, we were able to spend some time at Camp Capers talking about what it looks like to respect the dignity of each other, mm-hmm. of our f- students, of our parents, to ask our students to respect the dignity of our teachers. And so not only did we come together and get inspired about being crazy and um, Mm -hmm. being curious and building culture, we came together and really talked about what it will look like this year to be a community Mm -hmm. that respects each other and then put some meat on those bones and did that all in an environment that was absolutely gorgeous.
0: And the great thing is about the school themes is you don't actually have to say goodbye to the theme because everyone got to know and love we belong to each other. But the great thing is the themes build upon each other. And so we keep that. That's our foundation where we start. And then we respect the dignity of every human being. And it's going to be exciting as more and more years go by and, and we build more and more themes.
1: Sure. I, I said to some somebody the other day, just because it's not the year of we belong to each other, doesn't mean we stop <laughs> doesn't mean we get to stop belonging to each other. We build on that theme as you said and I'm excited for that.
0: Very exciting. So as we look ahead to the start of the school year, August is always crazy. It goes by in a blur. This week is crazy. I think it's been going by in in a blur and and I know all of our parents and students are probably starting to feel the excitement and the energy that comes with the start of a new school year. So i want to talk about let's give a little heads up of some of these exciting activities that are about to be a whirlwind for our families we've got this saturday we have new family orientation you want to talk about that for just a moment and tell our our new families what to expect
1: sure we we sent all of our families a back to school packet which has um, uh, a, <laughs> we um, apologize yes but <laughs> it has an obnoxiously large amount of information but it's the best way we can get all of that mm-hmm. information we also recognize that as a new family which will have well over a hundred new families mm-hmm. joining us this year which we do every year we realize that that new back-to-school packet can be unbelievably intimidating. And so the the three o'clock event on Saturday, the new family orientation is an opportunity for us to then put faces and connection and relationship Mm -hmm. to that document so that new families know who to contact if they have any question. But most of all, new families know that they belong to us as well. We don't have a, a pledge system here at tmi <laughs> new families don't have to wait a year before belonging mm-hmm. to us we will be a better community because our new families will be a part of us immediately and so welcoming them in this saturday connecting them to familiar mm-hmm. or to, to old tmi faces to mm-hmm. faces that have been around a while and then helping them feel at home immediately um, and and making everyone realize that that document of the back to school packet is oh so helpful But picking up the phone and knowing whom to call is even more helpful. So just relationships.
0: Very good. And right after that, we're going to follow up with a new family dinner. So we do promise food if you come to the event. That's exactly
1: right. (laughs) Food always brings people in.
0: But that gives us a chance for a little bit more fellowship and just being able to build that community. Feel like you've got some familiar faces to be there as school starts off. And also on Saturday... You got to stick around because at 5.30, the athletic department and the booster club are doing a back-to-school kickoff. So anything you want to say about that?
1: Sure. Our athletic teams have been busy all summer long. Um, Our football and volleyball team are already off and running. The volleyball team has already had games. The football team has a scrimmage coming up very, very soon. Cross country has been out running most of the summer. So our fall athletics have already begun and our student-athletes have already been putting Mm -hmm. in the time. And so this is just a chance to um, get to know our athletic departments, to introduce new families to some of the extracurriculars we have in our athletic pillar, and then also to get dessert because they're going to have ice cream (laughs) for all of us because athletics is a major part of who we are on this campus. It's one of our pillars, and we're a better community because we have athletics on this campus and we need to support them as well. And so and it's an exciting way to kick off the athletic year.
0: I think it's also a time for a sneak peek on their new tunnel that they have. So they we are definitely want to.
1: <laughs> They're as excited about the tunnel as I am about the cafe.
0: <laughs> we all have our specific projects that we really pick to be excited about. That's right. <laughs> so it's funny because even though uh, students have been gone all summer, these last few weeks it really seems like school has already started between the college department doing a few kickoff events and we've had act and sat testing and prep and and all these athletic activities happening so it's kind of like school has already started but uh, i like it already (laughs) but school doesn't actually start until next wednesday so we're less than a week away the 22nd convocation day what are you looking forward to about that?
1: I love the tradition of convocation day. We come together in the chapel to start the day actually but long before that breakfast is served, um, out, uh, by the family association out in front of frost, then we get to process in together as a faculty and into the chapel and introduce our, um, faculty and staff to our students an opportunity for me to remind our students of the theme. I've got some really exciting things to tell our students um, that will be different this year under this theme of respect that I talked about earlier, Um, some things regarding our discipline policy that I think our students will be fired up about. (laughs) And so I'll be able to really set the theme in motion at convocation and remind everybody of why it's our theme and how we will live into it throughout the year. And then after we recess from the chapel we'll participate in the TMI tradition of the greeting, where we will line up faculty from um, the newest faculty member. Actually, you'll start with the longest tenured faculty, mm-hmm. which is uh, Leland Gertz, <laughs> who uh, begins, I think, his 31st year at TMI this mm-hmm. year.
0: I think some of our alumni would like to come back and yes, do the greeting and, just to and see him and again. Shake <laughs> his hand
1: again. That's right. All the way to our newest uh, faculty members who've begun this year. And every student at TMI will shake the hand of every faculty member as we truly belong to one another. and Mm -hmm. We connect with each other and remind each other that we're in this together. And then after everybody washes their hands, they (laughs) will uh, then go throughout the rest of their day, which is a really soft start. We start Mm -hmm. on a Wednesday for a reason we want to build some strong foundations in the middle school. They'll have some orientation days to really learn the rhythm mm-hmm. of the of middle school, especially for our new 6th graders. High school also has a little bit of a softer start. I know there are even some field trips mm-hmm. and retreats in those first couple of days, all intended to just ease into the to the the school year which really hits the ground running the following Monday.
0: It does. And you mentioned Real quickly, you mentioned the breakfast on Convocation Day. Does that start at 7.30 in the morning?
1: It does that... certainly
0: does. <laughs> <laughs> 7.30. And so I want to make sure that our families know parents are welcome to join us for that. So come. It's another time to socialize, be part of the community, have that fellowship, and really build build that community. So be sure to come out for that. And then later that night uh, at 7 p.m., still Convocation Day, August 22nd, is going to be the college kickoff night for our seniors by our college placement department. I know all of our seniors and senior parents really start getting excited about (laughs) college activities.
1: Sarah Murphy in our uh, college placement office is an absolute gift from God. She is so wonderful. Um, If you haven't had a chance, families, to spend some time with Sarah and her team, you will. She does an awesome job helping seniors um, stretch a little bit, think. Sometimes seniors come in with only one or two colleges in mind because that's what they've always grown up thinking about. And Sarah does a great job of helping our seniors uh, find a place that helps them develop their full potential. And she honestly starts long before the senior year. But for those of you mamas and daddies who are um, getting ready to send your um, son and daughter into their senior year, know that you have a partner and a wonderful partner in Sarah Murphy who comes with years of experience at the college level in the admissions office so she knows what colleges expect and need and also at the independent school level. So she will um, she will be a gift to you, senior parents and families, as you enter this uh, final year of high school.
0: Indeed. So you also mentioned the retreats at the end of next week, the senior retreats. Hopefully they all know by now. I think they do, but they are going on an overnight retreat. So that's August 23rd. They're going to spend the night at their retreat and then August 24th, Friday is the day for all the other classes to have their retreat. And anything you want to say?
1: Well, I'm going with the seniors. I'll be spending the night with them. Uh, Dr. Murillo just informed me that I am uh, on duty in the bunk room with the boys on the senior retreat. So um, I don't plan on getting much sleep that night. I'll have to rest <laughs> up in advance of that. But I'm really thrilled to be spending that time with our seniors and getting to retreat with them as we set off the year as, uh, as leaders on this campus. They're mm-hmm. obviously the, the, the oldest class on this campus, and with that comes some responsibilities and some privileges, and I look forward to walking through this year with them beginning with their overnight retreat on the 23rd.
0: It's a great way to end that first week and to really focus all the students and bring them back and get them geared up ready for the school year so that we can set them up for success. So since we're doing the Padre cast every other week, I kind of want to wrap up this kind of two-week time frame here but so kind of looking ahead August 29th is a really big highlight because we've been doing this community reads program and the book is How Dare the Sun Rise by Sandra Urungiyama, and so she's coming out August 29th what do you want to say about that it's a great tie into our theme it's going to be a great opportunity for our faculty to work it into their classrooms
1: Yeah, the community reads program is wonderful this is our first year of this lynn latta and our librarian um, is chairing this committee that chose this book for all of our high school students it was required reading for all high school students Um, and then to bring the author here on campus is a a, a gift indeed i read the book this summer as did my entire family and one of the um, second and third order effects of this community reads projects is that it gives our upper school families and our upper school faculty and students an instant topic to have a conversation about and so because it's required reading for our high school, and we know that they will all have read it and remember every word of it. Um, Imagine a a sophomore walking on campus and a teacher being able to say to them, hey, what'd you think about that book this Mm -hmm. summer? What did you like about it? What Mm -hmm. did you struggle with? What was your favorite part? And so we already have, as a community that belongs to each other, a topic that we all have in common, at least on the high school level, and faculty having read that book. And then to hear her story, Mm -hmm. which I won't ruin, Uh, the story for you, those of you who are reading the book at the last (laughs) minute and families and parents, you're more than welcome and encouraged. I would actually strongly encourage you parents to also read the book because it'll give you a conversation to talk about with your uh, high school sons and daughters. Um, Certainly middle school students can read it too, but trying to find a book that's age appropriate for sixth to 12th grade Mm -hmm. is a little difficult. So the (laughs) Community Reads program uh, chose this book geared towards high school students. But it's just going to be really exciting to have her on campus. She's not only going to speak to our entire student body at chapel, but mm-hmm. she'll be available for a couple of small groups as well, and her book is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And it, it does is. fit this it theme is. of respecting the dignity of every human being. Um, because as um, as as an Episcopal community, as a community that's values are based on the teachings of Jesus Christ, we have to remember that um, putting others before self and the effects that our decisions have on others, uh, we've got to be aware of that. And I think Sandra will um, remind us in a very Mm -hmm. vivid and powerful way.
0: And our next Padre cast is going to be right after she's here visiting. So I would imagine we're going to have a lot more to say about that as soon as she's been here and visited. Look forward to it. Absolutely. Very much. So I want to end with kind of some fun stuff here. And As we wrap up this week and as we go into next week, I want to get a few final thoughts from the headmaster here. So why don't you tell us what was the highlight moment of the week? There's been a lot going on, a lot going on in the last month ramping up to this last week, though. But what's been a highlight that's brought some inspiration
1: for you? I would say it was Camp Capers. Being at Camp Capers with the faculty was really fun. Not only were we able to worship together and come together around the Lord's table and and pray together and break bread together, but if if I think of one moment that was really joyful for me, it was sitting on the porch um, in the evening with a bunch of faculty laughing and telling stories and just pure joy, Mm -hmm. Uh, being together in community and in a community where it's safe and supportive and collaborative. The respect that was already building amongst faculty at Camp Capers was palpable and it was really Mm -hmm. fun to be a part of. And I think it really set us as a faculty on a path to live out our theme this Mm -hmm. year. And so the time I spent with the faculty at Camp Capers was the highlight for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. As we center ourselves and get ready for next week, do you have any words of wisdom you'd like to share for the community as we head into the last weekend before school starts?
1: I would just say to our students, the word of wisdom is uh, is we're ready for you. We can't wait for you to get here. We uh, are better when you are here, and so welcome back. And to our families, I would just remind you that we belong to each other. We can't wait to partner with you in helping your son and daughter reach his or her full potential, not just to be successful in college, but to be successful in life. We raise great human beings and we can't wait to partner with you moms and dads in this very, very, very important endeavor of raising your son and daughter into the best human being they can possibly be.
0: Well, Father Scott, thank you so much for joining me for our very first Padre Cast. I'm really looking forward to doing
1: this. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm excited for this um, podcast endeavor. I'm excited for this school year, and I remain humbled to be the headmaster of this wonderful school that has been um, living out its Episcopal identity and its mission to be crazy about kids, curious about lives, and a culture of love for 125 years. And um, again, humbled and excited to come serve in this place every single day.
0: Same here. Well, be sure to listen next week as we bring you our first faculty interview with Rob Friedrich, Chair of the Science Department. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to TMI's PantherCast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas, so leave us a comment, email, or connect with us on Facebook Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.